Vale. Yo tengo que saber si vais a firmar o no. Lo siento, María. Es que no puedo firmar una hipoteca 30 años contigo. No puedo. No es a 30 años. Es a 25. No lo acaban de leer. Me tengo que ir de aquí. Me tengo que ir. ¿En serio? Lo siento. episode of Vida Imperfecta, the official podcast for HBO Max, Vida Perfecta. We're so happy, we're thrilled. ¿Cómo estás, Ada? Bien, y tú, Dani. I am so excited to be here to talk to you about all things Vida Perfecta. This series resonated so much with me as a young millennial woman. Well, for me, Ada, para mí, exactamente igual. Totally, we're on the same page. I'm so excited porque además estamos kicking off this first episode with nada más y nada menos que the creator, the writer, the lead actress. She's doing everything in this in this beautiful and wonderful series que necesitábamos tanto. Leticia Dolera. You know, the, the creator and writer of the show, Leticia, with us. So let's go ahead and jump right in um, to chatting with Leticia. And then we're going to talk about episode one titled Cuando No Te Dejas Llevar. Bienvenida, Leticia. Hola. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. And thank you for your beautiful words about the show. Vida Perfecta sí fue inspirado en tu vida, en your surroundings, your friends. Like, how come this idea started for you? ¿Cómo nació esto de querer hacer una historia, like, so relatable? When I started thinking about Vida Perfecta, it just, it was a period of my life where I had a lot of conversations with my girlfriend. And we, we, we started asking so many questions to our, ourselves. It also is a moment in my life when I started reading about feminism, and feminism was also a, a like a path that I took to put light in some questions that sometimes they were in the shadows, right? So it's like this period of asking so many questions about what it is to be a woman, um, what it is to to have, I mean, to have, what's a family, what's a couple, what's success. What's love? Just in the case of Christina, one of the roles of the show, she has this perfect life, right? She's the perfect lawyer, the perfect mom, the perfect wife, the perfect friend, but she's not happy. The case of Maria, for example, is this perfect per perfectionist person. She's obsessed with control. She's about to get that perfect life she always dreamed of. And the day she's about to sign the contract for the house, she's going to buy with her future husband, that perfect life goes down. It was difficult at the beginning. Well, the beginning and at the end. I mean, when, when I tried to sell the idea, uh, people got so scared with uh, the character of Gary, which is the mentally disabled person who is the father of Maria's son. That was something that scared a lot of producers because they were like, you know, what are you telling with this? People are going to feel uncomfortable. And I was like, I want to feel uncomfortable when I'm watching a TV show. I want to watch things that make me think or make me like, Ugh. and I like that feeling, you know, like I want to laugh. I want to cry. Yes, I want to have fun. But I also want to get a little uncomfortable when I'm watching something on my couch because my couch is already very comfortable. True. <laughs> but yeah, we need, we need 
different stories and new stories and we need to learn about subjects that they they also i think that these producers they felt uncomfortable about this because they never been they never saw anything like this. O sea, nunca han visto personajes ni siquiera similares a Gary, ¿no? Sí, and, and I thought, you know, it's... Um, what you don't see in movies, those people that are not represented, they don't... It's like they don't exist. Like, and they do exist, you know? I think, I mean, I'm not saying that we have to be giving lessons to people when we create a show. That's not at all what I want to um, communicate, but... Um, I think that when you see a story, you are creating a bridge, a bridge of empathy, right? And uh, why don't create a, a bridge of empathy with uh, several characters, with characters you're not used to, to, to see and to have empathy with? And mm -hmm. in my family, there are persons like this, like um, I have like very close to me, uh, uh, the disability is around me in, in, in my everyday life. So it's something I've grown with. Y, y te quería decir también, Leti, bueno, te voy a tutear, Leti. I'm going to call you Leti. Because claro, perfecto. I, I, people that, I already made a connection with you and everything that you're saying y toda la historia, me, de verdad que me ha encantado y me habló directamente a ti. Y esta serie, me encanta lo que estabas contando acerca de Gary, because we need that, como estás diciendo, ten tenemos que normalizar tener este tipo de contenido. So we, we feel more comfortable because they feel, I think that the producers, they didn't feel comfortable yet porque no sabía cómo la gente se iba a sentir y es porque we don't have enough stories like this. Vida Perfecta is about friendship, womanhood. ¿Siempre pensaste en desarrollar cada uno de estos temas? With Cristina, I wanted to talk about what it is to be in a relationship for so many years and what it is to be a mother in a relationship, and also what happens with sex and, and desire. With Maria, I wanted to talk about different models of family. You you know, Maria, at the beginning of the show, when she's um, playing with uh, the, the dollhouse, the doll, the doll uh, she's like, okay, I'm going to have a husband, we're going to have two kids, we're going to buy this, this beautiful house. And um, so she has this idea, and she's very obsessed by it, of what a perfect life is. And so she's going to have to learn since she's going to get pregnant with a, a person who is not her boyfriend and is not a perfect father or what she understands of a perfect father would be, right? And so she has to face that and to accept that uh, perfection sometimes is not happening, happiness, right? And with Esther, I wanted to talk about what it is to be successful in life and above all when you are an, art an artist, right? Vale, vale. ¿Y tú vendes muchos cuadros? Bueno, bueno, claro, es que ahí abres un temita que... Bueno, digno de debate, ¿no? ¿Por qué? Arte versus mercantilismo. Claro. O sea, ¿para vosotros qué es más importante, la, la creación pura o el reconocimiento del público? No, la, la creación pura siempre, ¿no? Es como... Es, es pura. Claro. Claro. Pero te mueves por Instagram. Mi sobrina... Es ilustradora y vende un montón de láminas ahí. ¿Qué me dices? Sí, sí. Tiene más de 50.000 seguidores, creo. Mira. Se llama Cactus Girl. De todas formas, es que a mí no me gustan mucho las redes, no me siento cómoda, ¿sabes? Claro. Yo pinto sobre lienzo. You're an artist and then you're happy when, when you paint. Is that enough? Or you need to sell and you need to, to be well known, right? Uh, how do we cope with that? Because... Uh, You know, we have some expectations of what a successful life is. 
in one profession? What happens if you are not successful? What happens if you're actually not good at what you are at what you want to be good, right? It's like you're going to be unhappy the rest of your life, but I do believe that sometimes you don't get it and it's okay. Sometimes a crisis are opportunities to find other ways to be in this world. Wow. <laughs> What's the biggest moraleja from this show? Well, I think that we all struggle with ex with life expectations. Yes, it's it's good to have some expectations, you know, something you want to achieve, but it's also interesting to know where those expectations come from. I love that. I love that. Y Leti, ya por la última pregunta, vamos a hablar del show. El primer episodio was a massive awakening for your character. It set the tone inmediatamente. Tell us your thoughts on how you chose for Maria to become empowered in the first episode that set the scene for the rest of the series and everything else that came. Well, I have to say that Maria's personality is kind of inspired in my own. <laughs> like, I'm also a kind of... <laughs> oh, so you're Tiki's Minkies. Which, by the way, you know, nunca había oído esa palabra. So thank you for teaching us a lot of um, Spaniard uh, dialogue because no sabía, no sabía que tía era una palabra for like friend. I'm like, pero es no. sobrina, ¿por qué le sigue diciendo tía? And then I found out <laughs> because soy dominicana y no sabía. So thank right. you for teaching us a lot about the, the you know, communicating right, right. in <laughs> So, um... Yes, because if you think about it, it's like I'm writing, I'm directing, I'm acting on it. It's like, okay, you have a, an issue with controlling stuff, <laughs> you know. So, um, but I have to say that I, I, I'm, I've been working on it. I'm much more or less controller than before. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm learning to let it go, to accept imperfection in me. I'm so excited de lo que va a venir, pero bueno, estoy más excited de lo que va a venir right now in this first episode of Vida Imperfecta, porque se unió la conversación Celia Frejero, que ella es quien hace Cristina. Hi, Celia, Leticia. Hola. Hi, hi. I'm so happy to be here. Properly seated. Well, properly. No, but that was perfect. It's spontaneous. Like a, a perfecta vida, but being imperfecta. Like the way it is, the way it should be. So we was yeah. we were wondering yeah. about what's your favorite scene or your favorite moment from this first episode. Uh, and actually, it's the last scene of the episode when we are in the castle, the three of us: Aisha, Esther, Celia, Cristina, and me, Maria. Uh, and uh, we start like this team, team, these cheers, and we improvise that. It was the first scene that we actually shot together? Yes, the three of us and. Um, It was very beautiful because it was a moment where we created all those boundaries. You guys, you, you guys were improvising the entire that that entire moment. I mean, there was a script, but there was a lot of improvisation. And um, it's the way Leticia does. Yes, <laughs> she was just pushing us, pushing us. Like, say something. Let's do it. You try things. Let's do it. And we are so nervous because we were. That was the first thing we shipped together, so we didn't know how the filming is gonna go. ¿Qué haces ahí? ¿Llevas aquí desde que te dejé? Esther, cuidado, cuidado, cuidado. Qué bruta eres, hija. ¿Cómo estás? Con resaca. No, me refiero a lo de Gustavo. Escúchame, que seguro que es una tontería. Que mañana lo habláis y lo arregláis. 
No tiene pinta. Yo quería formar una familia y tal, pero... Pues nada. No tendré hijos. Es que yo quería tener hijos. ¿Sabes que me quedan pocos óvulos? Me quedan a pocos ver, óvulos. A ver, a ver, a ver, a ver. No, no, este que me quedan pocos óvulos. Que a mí me han dicho que me congelo. Que no óvulos. te hagas puñetero caso, que eso es la bajona del M, ¿sabes? Que te pones como muy analítica a pensar mucho. ¿Qué? ¿Tú has venido drogada a la fiesta de mi hija, María? Ella también. Joder, qué chivata eres, tía. No me lo puedo creer, sois lo puto peor. ¿En serio? Bueno, ¿tú ¿en te serio? tomas la píldora escondidas de Pablo? ¿Qué? ¿La píldora? No ibas a tener otro. ¿Tú sabes lo que ha hecho tu hermana? Toda la tarde dándole la brasa a la madre de Marquitos. Si esa está deseando comerse un chumino desde que le vino la regla. <risa> ya te gustaría a ti. Ole, Venga. despacito, despacito de ladito. Chicas, por nuestras nuevas vidas. Por nosotros. Que lo vamos a requetepetar. No, was beautiful. Yes, for me that I was just watching. I thought that that was such a real moment. It's a real friendship, like telling, o sea, acusando una yes. otra, joking around between you, but saying your truth. Es tal cual una amistad real. I love that. Ada, you agree? Esa también fue tu tu parte favorita. Yes, I agree, and I love how it was improvised because the chemistry, you can see the chemistry already forming um, with you guys, and who would have thought that that was improvised? Love it. <laughs> and uh, by the way, Aisha couldn't be here, and she says hello. Hola, Aisha. Hi. <laughs> Lo máximo. Leticia, Celia, thank you so much for your time. I love spending these little minutes with you guys, but I know that you guys have to run. Tienen una agenda súper ocupada, pero les agradecemos y gracias por este tiempo, pero también, sobre todo, por haber compartido esta historia de estos tres personajes tan maravillosos. Gracias a ustedes también, imperfectos. Y bueno, ahorita les dejo el micrófono también para que se despidan de toda la gente que nos está escuchando. Bueno, pues les mandamos un beso a, a, a toda esa gente imperfecta. Y a ti, todas las imperfectas. También a las tiquismiquis. <risa> ya verán qué significa esa palabra. <risa> Thank you. Muchos besos. And we hope you enjoy perfect life. And uh, feel connected. Yeah. You don't have a perfect life. I don't have it either. Me neither. We're together. This no, baby. Me Yo también. Bien lejos de eso. <laughs> Bye, Qué orgullo poder tener a Leticia y a Celia for, you know, this interview. But let's talk about the series because this, oh my God, this first episode, let's get into it. Dani, cuéntame. Well, for me, I think a big moment in this series was, in this episode was, Uh, with the tiki's mickeys in the in the moment that she's figuring everything out, like uh, she's talking with Esther when, when Maria está hablando con Esther, and she figures out que de verdad sí es así, como que le da ejemplos específicos about the tiki's mickeys. And for me, I I kind of felt that she was talking to me because I think I'm a tiki's mickeys as well. I, I'm a control freak, so me encantó y me encantó también esta partecita en que they are re being real sisters, and these are things that you can only ask a person that you're 100% cómoda telling you, telling her, like, you feel this way. Y aparte que she was being vulnerable, porque cuando normalmente le preguntas estas cosas a alguien, bajas tu guardia completamente. So, I don't know, I love that part, I love that moment. Again, a show about womanhood, pero también de hermandad, y no solo hermandad de sangre, sino también de friendship. 
Pero I love when she cut her hair. I love when she, uh, for the first time, did some drugs. Like, se, se destapó. ¿Tú crees que soy una persona estricta? ¿Qué? Que si soy una persona estricta. Que Gustavo dice que soy estricta. No, estricta no. ¿Y cómo soy? Eres tiquismiquis. ¿Cómo tiquismiquis? Eres un poco rigidilla, ¿no? O rigidilla o tiquismiquis, que no es lo mismo. Y no le des más vuelta, eres como eres, ya está. ¿Y cómo soy? Quiero saberlo. Dímelo, de verdad, eres mi hermana, no pasa nada. ¿Me pasas la cajita esa de perritos caniche? Gracias. Va, dime. Pues... Yo qué sé. Cuando empecé a salir de marcha, por ejemplo, ¿no te acuerdas? Que cogías un rotu permanente y me escribías en el brazo el horario del bus para que no llegara tarde a casa. Ya, bueno, porque me preocupaba por ti. Eres mi hermana pequeña, lo normal es que me preocupe yo por ti, no tú por mí. Eso no es ser tiquismiquis, eso es ser una persona responsable. Y para mí, en el momento cuando se cortó el pelo, I remember that famous quote that women live by, right? When a woman cuts her hair, she's getting ready to change her life. Mm -hmm. So the fact que ya se cortó el pelo y como que arrancó with this, like, craziness, me va a ver loca, me va a costar with whoever I want. Like, it's like, yeah, she really changed her life cutting her hair. ¿Qué haces? Deja eso, anda, no te pongas ahora a fregar, ya friego yo. ¿Qué haces? Mira. <laughs> De puta madre, ole tu coño ahí, venga, córtate más, córtate más. Ay, la virgen, la madre que la... Tía, de puta madre. Ole tu coño, Mary, ole tu coño dorado. Me corta el pelo. Me corta el pelo. Me corta el pelo. ¡Ah! súper loca. Estoy loca. Y voy a hacer cosas muy locas. Muy loca. Voy a ser desordenada, no me voy a duchar, no voy a ir a trabajar. Joya, hay que follar. Hay que follar, mucho. voy a salir de marcha. Ay, no voy a follar, voy a cantar, voy a bailar, me voy a drogar, voy a drogar. Me voy a drogar. ¿Y tu caja de drogas? Eh, no, 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 no. no, no. A, eh, a ver, María, que has tenido un día muy duro hoy y te vas a sentar mal, ¿no? Sí, sí, quieres como un cambio 180. You want a fresh start. I usually do that when I finish a, a relationship, when I end up things with a guy. Like, yes, new me, new moment. Yeah, like a new chapter in your life. Pero también me encantó como también el realness between Pablo and Cristina, that they're trying to have a baby and, but she actually is not trying to have a baby. Why do you think that she's not sharing with him sus verdaderos sentimientos, that she doesn't want another baby, y particularmente la escena that they're having sex in the kitchen, that's why I'm in the kitchen, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, pero I'm in the kitchen, they, they are in the kitchen and they are, are in autopilot, y, y lo sentí como que deben haber tantas parejas en el mundo que les da tedio y fastidio talk to their partners about their real feelings, about how they actually feel in different situations, y no sé, también I feel a connection there. Sometimes you don't want to have the discussion. You just, eh, eh, let's do this. Vamos a hacerte creer that we're doing whatever you want us to do, ¿sabes? Yes, I'm really curious to um, dive more into her story and, and learn really why she feels this way because we don't know enough about her character yet. And, you know, speaking of just getting to know the characters, I, I, I cannot wait to really continue to learn more about Esther and why she's the way that she is, to learn about Maria and see more of her tiki-miki's way and, and how she came <laughs> to be such a control freak and to learn um, more about Cristina and why she feels so dissatisfied in her relationship and, and how they got to this moment, you know? So, what are your predictions for the show? What do you think is going to happen? Where, how, what did you get from this first episode? 
¿Qué piensas? I don't know. Like, for now, I'm so happy about the entire episode porque evoluciona rápido. I freaking hate when they, like, I'm in, involved in a series y de repente como que no pasa nada. Hay episodios muy muertos. And I felt that this first episode was everything. I, I already felt in love with the characters. I think, I, I kind of guessed por dónde van a ir cada una de las historias. I don't know with Maria. Well, she's pregnant, so I don't know what's going to happen with her, I think. I don't know if she's going to have the baby, if she's not going to have the baby. I, I hope that she does. Como que empieza a tener la, la vida that she wants. I rather, in this kind of stories, no me gusta sacar conclusiones. I, I just want to enjoy the story. I like stories, watch, watching stories. Y creo que esta está demasiado bien escrita y demasiado bien actuada. So I just want to enjoy whatever Leticia has planned for me and my vida perfecta series from HBO. <laughs> I'm very curious about Gadi. He's definitely a character that I personally have never seen on television. Mm -hmm. I've never seen stories around a character like him. So I'm very, very curious um, how his character is going to kind of proceed in the series and how we get to know him and get to know a little bit more about his background. I'm so, so excited, porque imagínate si estamos empezando así, ¿qué es lo que viene para los próximos siete episodios de Vida Imperfecta, the official podcast de Vida Imperfecta? Uh, this is like the best way to kick off this, this amazing project that we're doing, and I'm so, so happy. Es una excelente historia, y we ha we're, we're having so much fun talking about this amazing story, right? Yes, please make sure that you subscribe to the podcast, tell your tías, primos, primas all about it. Join us to discuss the episodes. Vamos a chismear. I love chismeando about a really good show. So this is just an incredible and dream opportunity to chismear about this new show that I, I, I really, really love. There are so many layers and estamos aquí listas para peel cada una de estas layers. Gracias, Imperfectos, again, y los esperamos entonces para la próxima, el, el próximo episodio no solo de Vida Perfecta sino también de aquí en nuestro podcast Vida Imperfecta Until next time, e imperfectos queridos ¡Mua! Bye